to retro reviews we promise that we will never talk about chick flicks here's your host jared thank you thank you for spending part of your weekend with me your commute to work maybe uh the first hour of your work day while you're getting things figured out you're listening to big lip radio presents no girls allowed uh today is uh what is today it's may 27th 2017 Today we're going to be uh, reviewing Predator, but before we review Predator, and man, spoiler alert, I love this movie. It's it's a 10. It's wonderful. Anyone who doesn't like it, I, it'd be like, uh, if, I, if I met somebody who didn't like a dog, I just wouldn't trust you. But uh, before we do that, uh, this is primarily a movie review podcast, and I can't see us ever deviating from being a movie review podcast but uh i've been reviewing food items the last couple of weeks before i get into the uh main course if you will of the movie and uh this week i tried some caramel m&ms do we really have to choose him to be our next spokesperson seems like a good fit but he's so boring i'm yawning just talking about him well it's our job to change that uh guys i think you can hear us Hmm, sounds like you're on the fence. Why don't I just leave you my resume? <laughs> yes, it's laminated. No thanks. You're hired. Caramel has been square <laughs> for far too long. Uh, ow. Introducing new caramel M&Ms. Ah, new caramel M&Ms. And, uh, you know, uh, the baking caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? I don't know. Uh, anyway, the baking caramel, I've always called it caramel calling it caramel because that's what the commercial was saying it but i've always called it caramel anyway the baking caramels comes in them little squares and that and caramel square but m&ms man m&ms are hip so they're not sure they want caramel to speak for them uh funny commercial and uh, all m&m commercials are good uh most m&ms are good caramel m&ms no exception they are wonderful now they got a little round drop of caramel inside of them and um caramel m&ms are slightly smaller than peanut m&ms and um they they got the caramel in them they've got the uh the ring of chocolate around it and the hard candy shell they taste reminiscent of rolos so if you like rolos you're gonna like these uh so anyway uh i give them out of out of five i would give them a solid solid three and a half so uh, anyway go get them as a side note, I've never seen them advertised anywhere. I couldn't find a commercial for them, but I did trust, try strawberry M&Ms. Strawberry M&Ms are, taste like strawberries for about the first two M&Ms. After that, they just taste like peanut M&Ms because they've got, they're a peanut M&M with strawberry flavoring in them. But uh, you lose the taste really, really quick. And uh, that is our food review portion 
of Big Lip Radio presents No Girls Allowed. Time to get into the main course. Your rescue team, not assassins. Now, what do we got to do? In a part of the world where there are no rules. We pick up their trailer at the chopper, run them down, grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there. What do you mean, we? Deep in the jungle, where nothing that lives is safe. You lose it here. You're in a world of hurt. Showtime, kid. Knock. An elite rescue squad. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. We need the best. That's why you're here. But now... Let's get Billy's so spooked. There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. They're up against the ultimate enemy. Holy mother of God. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle just came alive and took it. We cannot see it. No blood, no bodies. We hit nothing. But it sees the heat of our bodies and the heat of our fear. Whatever it is out there, I killed Hopper. And now it wants us. It kills for pleasure. He was skinned alive! It hunts for sport. It's killing us one at a time. We're all gonna die. But this time, it's picked the wrong man to hunt. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Century Fox presents Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. The hunt begins Friday, June 12th at theaters everywhere. Friday, June 12th, 1987. And uh, let's see, this movie had a budget of 15 to 18 million. The box office was 98.3 million. I'm sure it made a lot more after that um, in the uh, Blu-rays. I spent a million on Blu-rays just myself on uh, VHS, uh, DVDs, and Blu-rays. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a score of 78. I feel like that was a little bit light. Um, So anyway, this movie stars, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He plays Major Alan Dutch Schaefer. Carl Weathers plays Dylan. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the gal who played Anna Gonzalez. Uh, Alpedia? Carrillo? Carrillo? Not sure. Bill Duke as Mac Elliott. Mac is one of the one of the best characters in this movie. He's really intense. He's awesome. Richard Chavez as George Pon- Pancho Ramirez. Jesse the Body Ventura as Blaine Cooper. Sonny Lindam as Billy Soul. Shane Black as Rick Hawkins, and R.G. Armstrong as Major General Homer Phillips. That's the uh, cast. And uh, the director, interestingly enough, it's directed by John McTiernan. You may know John McTiernan from such amazing films as uh, Die Hard. He directed Die Hard, uh, Hunt for Red October, uh, the Last Action Hero, Die Hard with a Vengeance, 
Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, Thomas Crown Affair, basic. Uh, so he's got a heck of a resume. But here's something interesting. John McTiernan, who he's a horrible, uh, horrible leftist and uh, anti-gun, which is really funny because he makes all these violent movies. But uh, he pled guilty to perjury and lying to an FBI investigator in regard to his hiring of the private investigator Anthony Pelicano in late 2000 to illegally wiretap the phone calls of two people, one of whom was Charles Roven, who was a co-producer of uh, the space action movie Rollerball. Uh, let's see. He was incarcerated in a federal prison from April 2013 to February 2014. How is it we don't ever hear about this stuff? I mean, this guy's directed some of my very favorite movies. And... Uh, some movies I haven't seen that I will see for the first time to review in this podcast. Like, believe it or not, can you can you imagine I have not seen The Last Action Hero? And I don't think I'm qualified to do this podcast. Uh not just for not just for lack of talent, but because I have not seen Last Action Hero. Uh so anyway, uh he's the he is the director of this movie. Uh this movie, the plot of this movie. Um uh, a spacecraft flies near Earth and releases a bright object which enters the atmosphere. In uh, Valverde Jungle, Major Alan Dutch Schaefer and his team, Medic Mac Elliott, Tracker Billy Soul, Gunner Blaine Cooper, Explosive Expert George Pancho Ramirez, and Radio Operator Rick Hawkins are tasked by the CIA with rescuing an official held hostage by insurgents. Uh, CIA agent liaison and former U.S. Army Colonel George Dillon, a former commando and an old friend of Dutch, is assigned to supervise the team despite Dutch's reservations. Now, uh, this this movie's got so many classic, iconic moments, and here's one of them. This is when uh, uh, Dillon meets uh, Dutch again for the first time in clearly years. So why don't you use the regular army? What do you need us for? Because some damn fool accused you of being the best. Dylan! You son of a bitch. Now they're doing like a uh, arm wrestling in the air type of a thing. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Dutch is clearly uh, whooping on Dylan right now. Had enough? Make it easy on yourself, Dutch. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I did know when to quit, huh? Damn good <laughs> to see you, Dutch. What is this f***ing tie business? Oh, come on, forget about my tie. I heard about that little job you pulled up in Berlin. Very nice, Dutch. Good old days. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, that was a, an iconic moment. The opening of this movie, the first half of this movie really is... Uh, Almost like a war movie, almost like a rescue, a, a war rescue movie, um, and uh, it's it's extremely iconic. Uh, the the opening music is great. Uh, you know what? Let's let's just hear a little bit of it. Rendezvous points and radio freaks are indicated and fixed. AWACS contact on four-hour intervals. Who's our backup? No such thing, old buddy. This is a one-way ticket. Once we cross that border, 
We're on our own. This is getting better for a minute. Bill Speaky got everything that Uncle John need, oh baby. Yeah, baby. Right now, Jesse Blaine, the body of Ventura, trying to hand out his taw to everybody. on your sore ass plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, spit on Dylan's foot with his chalk. It's a real nasty habit you got there. So the team uh, rappels down from the helicopter into the landing zone. And uh, now they're going to try to look for that uh, U.N. official. And uh, the team discovers the wreckage of a chopper and three skinned corpses whom Dutch identifies as members of a U.S. Army Special Forces unit that he personally knew. Uh, They reach the insurgent camp and kill the soldiers, including a Soviet intelligence officer searching through secret CIA documents. Uh, confronted by Dutch, Dylan admits the mission was a setup to retrieve intelligence from captured operatives and that the dead unit disappeared weeks earlier in a failed rescue. After capturing a gorilla named Anna, the group proceeds to extraction, unaware they are being tracked with thermal I- imaging by an unseen observer. And uh, after the fight, after they free the... Uh, oh, well, they don't free anybody. Everybody gets killed at that camp. The movie shifts from a war movie to a uh, a sci-fi action-adventure-slash-horror movie. And it's at this point that the cast starts taking off their shirts. Because <laughs> the first thing you got to do, you're Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're not going to spend the entire movie, unless it's Total Recall, and we'll be reviewing that one on this show later on as well. But uh, you're not going to spend the entire movie... In a long-sleeved uh, uh, shirt. You're just not going to do it. Uh, I wouldn't do it. So uh, the shirts start coming off, and uh, now everybody becomes a superhero. And, uh, you know, Billy's a super tracker, and and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura is just a superhero all the way around. So uh, Rick is trying to 
always trying to make Billy laugh. And so far throughout the movie, he's been unable to make him laugh. Well, here's where he succeeds. Billy! Billy! The other day, I was going down to my girlfriend. I said to her, Jeez, you got a big Jeez, you got a big She said, why did you say that twice? And I said, I didn't. See, it's because of the echo. With... <laughs> Uh, so he uh, he won he made him laugh all right so at this point now they're leaving and they're trying to get back to the extraction point they gotta they gotta get to the chopper so um billy senses something and he's out on a bridge and he freezes and uh i've got a clip of that right here What's got Billy so spooked? Can't say, Major. Been acting squirrely all morning. That damn nose of his. It's weird. We're seeing through the predator's eyes his heat vision. Oh, the music in this is so good. the predator's ears grabs a branch, hits him in the head, and runs off. Uh, Hawkins tries to chase her down, and uh, he finds her, but they're ambushed by the predator. Uh, It doesn't kill Anna, but it kills Hawkins and drags his body away, and Anna is just drenched in blood. Um, At first they think, you know, Anna, Anna killed Hawkins, but she's unarmed except for that branch she hit him with before she ran. So she's unarmed. It couldn't have been her. 
and uh, she realizes, they realize soon that uh, there's something else out there. The jungle comes alive. See, he's got a little cloaking device. Makes it very hard to see. And it looks like the jungle comes alive when he attacks the people. So Dutch organizes a manhunt. Okay, and during the manhunt, Blaine is killed by the by the predator's plasma weapon. Blaine and Mac are extremely close. Okay, so Mac kind of loses his mind. Uh, he shoots into the woods where the uh, predator is. He can't see anything, but he knows the, the direction of the fire. Um, uh, so he wounds the creature and, uh, uh, glowing green blood is on a, on a leaf. And, uh, you know, they say if it bleeds, we can kill it. So, uh, the unit regroups and they question Anna and, uh, they learn that their stalker is a creature that the locals call the demon who makes trophies of men because the corpses we've seen so far have been skinned or disemboweled or uh, missing their heads. Uh, that night, uh, they they go ahead and uh, they're gonna they're gonna sleep uh, up in the trees. They're gonna take turns on watch. Mac insists on the first watch because he he has a personal vendetta now. He wants to get the uh, he wants to get the predator. So uh, uh, a wild boar sets off one of their traps. Um, and uh, Mac violently kills the pig because he doesn't know what it is. It's dark outside. Everybody's asleep. Uh, so he, he's just killing this boar. Blood everywhere. And in the confusion, the predator steals Blaine's body. Uh, and that leads Dutch to realize that their enemy uses the trees to travel. It travels through the trees. The next day, uh, they try to capture the creature again using tripwires, and uh, Pancho is injured. And uh, Mac and Dylan pursue the alien, who uh, who outwits him and kills both of them. Kills uh, uh, Mac first, and then Dylan, if I remember right. And uh, Dylan, man, his his death is something. He's got he's got two automatic weapons, one in each hand, and the plasma weapon from the uh, Predator. Hits his right hand. His right hand falls to the ground. His weapon's still firing. Oh, when I saw that, I was I was a little bit younger. I was like maybe 19 when I saw it. And uh, that really affected me. I was like, wow. I mean, it's, it's a good effect. It looks good. It's amazing. It stands up. Everything in this movie stands up to today's standards. Because uh, a lot of movies don't. Even my much-beloved Terminator. There are a few scenes in the original Terminator that don't look so good. Um, let's see, where where am I at? Okay, it catches up with the others. It kills Billy and Poncho and wounds Dutch. Uh, realizing the creature does not target unarmed prey because there's no sport, Dutch, Dutch sends Anna to the helicopter unarmed. The creature pursues him through a river, uh, causing its cloaking device to malfunction. Though the creature is only a few feet from Dutch, he does not see him and moves on. Dutch realizes that mud is covering his body and it's masking the heat signature and therefore the creature's thermal sensor cannot see him. Uh, when the creature moves... Oh, sorry about that. While the creature removes the spinal columns from the bodies... Now here's something that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, this creature's hunting Dutch. He realizes he's he's got a... Uh, 
He's got a match on his hands. Dutch is good. Uh, he's going to take time to go ahead and uh, make trophies out of the uh, the people he's killed the, the previous day instead of looking for Dutch. That didn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, while he removes the spinal columns from the bodies, Dutch crafts traps and weapons and lures the creature with a war cry. So he covers himself with mud and he stands on a tree limb at night holding a torch and he screams and that attracts the, uh, that attracts the predator. Uh, he disables its close cloaking device and inflicts minor injuries, but he's cornered. Acknowledging Dutch as a worthy foe, the creature discards its mask and weapons to engage him in hand-to-hand combat. And one of the most classic lines of all of cinema is uh, Dutch's reaction when a predator removes his mask. <laughs> Uh, Dutch is almost beaten, but crushes the creature under a trap's counterweight. As the creature lies dying, Dutch asks, What the hell are you? What the hell are you? But it simply repeats the question in garbled English before activating a self-destruct device. Echoing Billy's laughter as the countdown begins. Because uh, when, when uh, Rick made Billy laugh, uh, he recorded it. And, uh, well, I don't know how you record it. He, he's got no equipment on. But anyway, he mimics that laugh, that same laugh. Dutch takes cover just before the self-destruct device explodes in a mushroom cloud. He is picked up by his commander, General Homer Phillips, and Anna in the helicopter. Uh, the explosion at the end is kind of weak. Uh, at this point in 1987... They really couldn't do special effects explosions like they can nowadays. Uh, so it looks kind of weak. The mushroom cloud also looks kind of weak. It's it's definitely, it's definitely composed and superimposed onto it. And uh, so it looks a little bit, little bit weak. Uh, overall, this movie is a top-tier movie. And uh, this thing is, is a... Uh, four out of five, easy. Might be four and a half out of five. Uh, it's it holds up good. The acting's as good as in any other Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And Arnold, around this time, made a whole slew. Maybe a couple of years after this, of B movies. I mean, he made Total Recall. He made um, Running Man. He made a lot of uh, a lot of B movies. And even his B movies are great. There's, I mean, Commando. Um, oh, what is that one where he played the Russian? Red something, something red. And uh, Belushi's also in it. Uh, I'm brain farting it. Anyway, uh, all of these are real, real crappy movies, but great movies to watch. A lot of fun to watch. Um, now, as I was watching this, I'm remembering uh, th- this this entire entire run of movies here predator is going to culminate with the alien versus predator movies whether or not you liked them you're going to enjoy hearing me review them um spoiler alert uh, a lot of people didn't like them but you're going to enjoy hearing me uh hearing me review these movies but here's something that bothers me in predator 2 which takes place i believe and we'll know definitely next week when i rewatch it and we review it again but i believe predator 2 took place in 1996 
Now, in 2109, uh, Android David from the uh, Prometheus went ahead and experimented with the spores to create the aliens as we know them today. Well, how do you go back 200 years? <laughs> well, 150 years. How do you go back 125 years? I don't know. How do you go back over 100 years? There you go. How do you go back over 100 years and you've got an alien skull, a xenomorph skull, in the Predator ship, which which is what got everybody all juiced up for Alien versus Predator. And uh, Alien versus Predator was uh, 2004, I think. When uh, it wasn't until 2109, aliens come around. How are aliens fighting predators in 2004 when the aliens didn't exist until 2109? I didn't realize this when I watched uh, Alien Covenant. And uh, so it seems to me that uh, now the Alien Predator timeline is, is the continuity is as messed up as Friday the 13th's continuity is. Oh, and where do we get into those movies and their continuity? By the way, I love every one of those movies. Doesn't mean they're good movies. But, uh, so, so I realized that as I'm watching this, and I was so blown away by Covenant. Solid four. Four out of five. I loved that movie. And, uh, I, I feel like I'm in the minority. I think a lot of people didn't love those movies. I did. And uh, uh, Covenant I thought was great. But I didn't realize how could he create the alien in 2109 and they're fighting him in 2004. And in fact, there's ancient pyramids from where ancient civilizations used to host, used to worship the pre predators. We'll, we'll get to it. And uh, and used to host the uh, aliens for the predator predators to hunt. So I'm not sure how that works out. I don't know if they just decided to scrap those two movies people really didn't like. And uh, still, you got the uh, xenomorph skull in Predator 2 on board their ship. So I'm confused. It's not going to stop me from watching these movies a million more times, and it's not going to stop me from reviewing those movies right here on Big Loop Radio Presents No Girls Allowed. So next uh, next time, next week, hopefully, I've been I've been on a pretty consistent schedule. So hopefully, hopefully next week I join you again, and we're going to review Predator Two. It's got uh, Danny Glover in it. A lot of great action. It's got Bill Paxton in it. You're going to love it. And in just one week, we're going to review it. Thank you very much for spending your weekend with me.